Light. Something that makes things visible or affords illumination. Spiritual illumination or awareness. Enlightenment. Of little weight. Not heavy. Hey folks. Welcome to episode 30 of Another Way. I think it's 33. Who cares? You you see you you saw it when you clicked it, so I don't know why I'm telling you. Ah, <laughs> oh. so we talked about shadows last week. Shadows, but of course there can be no shadows without a little bit of light. So that's today's topic. You know, I remember talking to um, a friend of mine a few months ago. It was uh. It had been a little bit more than a year since I'd really kind of uh, been taking my creating more seriously. About a year after I had the idea for the podcast, um, just a few months after I actually started posting the podcast, and she said um, something along the lines of, of, you seem different. Because I was talking about um, the memoir I've been working on since around that time and um i said you know i just i feel lighter i feel lighter and that's uh that's really true there's a certain lightness that has come out of my um unblocking process it's uh it's not necessarily happiness because i definitely still have bad days um but i i i feel better able to deal with things and it uh it has helped the depression a great deal which is it's it's nice that i do feel lighter because one of the things that that tends to happen when i hit my depressive dips i know it's different for everybody but i um i feel heavy it's it's like my bones become heavier and i just have a hard time sort of overcoming inertia like getting out of bed is really hard getting off the couch like starting things getting up is hard to do because i just feel heavier and so it's nice to have that corresponding is not the right word that uh lightness going on because it helps in in those times and i think there's this there's a sort of perception that the dark things in our lives are are the things that sort of fuel us you know there's that tortured artist thing and it's not helped by you know all of the dark stories you hear about artists and writers and musicians being utterly depressed and alcoholics and blah 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 all those stereotypes and you know this is not to discount the role of those struggles and the darknesses and the challenges in our lives because they they can fuel things but i don't think it works properly without a balance of lightness you know we talked about the shadows and how you have to sort of temper them with the light and so that's sort of what we're getting at here there's a there's a great <laughs> i find myself coming back to the same sets of people when i'm doing this sort of work because they have a lot to offer and you know there's the natalie goldberg there's the julia cameron and there's a brene brown i like myself a brene a, a, a brene brown who i just found out released another book like a month ago and i had no idea so i need to rectify that because I discovered today I wasn't following her on Twitter. One of them. 
You know, there's just those people in your lives that you're a big fan of, but you realize you're not following them on the social media. Um, that was one of those situations. Anyway, distracted. Brene Brown uh, talks about hope sort of being a function of struggle. And in the in the context we're discussing right now, I read that as the light is influenced by the darkness and vice versa. So we can't just come from a place where we're fueled by our darknesses. <laughs> and um, it can be difficult to sort of get rid of that stereotype in our head. You know, there's there's this resistance that a lot of artists have. Like, can I still be happy and do my art? Can I be creative without the, you know, whatever? There's, I, um, I like a Lady Gaga. I enjoy Lady Gaga. And I like her, um, I think she's very smart. If you l- watch interviews with her, she, I like, I enjoy the way that she thinks about music and about just art in general but there's a video and I've probably talked about it before but there's a the song dope off of her album um what is that album art pop where the the tag of the chorus is I need you more than dope there's a live video on the YouTube of her doing the song live and she talks about how giving up drugs and alcohol was a very hard thing to do because she wasn't sure if she could still write without it. And I've heard her talk about it in in a few different interviews, you know, like she wasn't, she was afraid that she couldn't write her music without the fuel of cocaine. I think it was cocaine. I don't remember, you know, one of them, (laughs) one of those. And I think it's, it's a very real fear amongst a lot of people because you know there there is no doubt that those darknesses in in our lives can really turn into something inspiring to other people and that's a tricky thing to give up you know if if you're It's it, it's not helped by those those stereotypes that I talked about a second ago with with the all of the writer you know the brilliant brilliant people who have come through the centuries who have been really tortured and have lost their minds. You kind of look at those things and go, do you do you have do I have to be crazy? Can I can I be I can't be happy and create? I think that's a a thing that a lot of people have, and it's a stereotype that. I think gets into some of those issues we talked about with shadow with parents and family being concerned. Like you can't, you can't be an artist and be happy. So it can be tempting, but we can't resist a certain light, a certain amount of light for fear of losing the darkness. Illumination. I think, I think that's, we may not say it this way, but I think that illumination of some sort is what a lot of people are looking for. Um, I suppose you could call it sort of the quest of art in in, in general. Um, a sort of search to name the unnameable. I always say that I'm, I'm a writer to deal with 90% of life, and I'm a musician for the other 10. 
and I think it's the thing that I really love about music is, is, is you can listen to some of the great musical works and they explain everything about the world that you can't put into words. That's how I feel about Samuel Barber's Adagio for Strings. Because at the climax of that piece where the strings just build and build and build and build and build and build and then there's this silence. And then the strings come back in just super quietly. And it's brilliant. And in that moment, every time I listen to it, I feel like I know everything about humanity in those beats of rest. The problem is trying to translate that into everyday life and and it's 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 a hard thing to do and we're i think a lot of us are just searching for some sort of answer we're searching for that moment to that that moment that i just described in the in those rests of the adagio i think a lot of us are are searching for that just in general in our lives and we want to be able to describe it and name it and and i don't think it works like that but we don't want to give up on that search. Really, this episode is just Shadow 2.0. I'm, I'm, I'm discovering now, even though I've written it. Um, yeah. Because I... You know, there are certain topics where if you ask people about connection, they tend to tell you about times where they didn't feel connected. It's a it's a strange phenomenon of of the human being, I think. But anyway, I think we're sort of we're often reinforced in that idea of I have like I can't create without having some sort of darkness, because I think that many creative people somehow feel damaged or incomplete. I think a lot of people in general feel incomplete but I think that artists and creative people are um, maybe more sensitive to that I don't that's probably not that's not really the way I want to phrase that but maybe more aware of it maybe that's a better way and uh, you know I I thought for a long long time that I, I, I told a, I told a therapist once I said I think I feel like there's some sort of trauma in my past that I'm blocking you know, I think that there, I feel like there's some event that I don't remember that is affecting me. And now, after having done a lot of the work that I've done, I really think it was just me denying any chance of letting the light in on my darknesses. Because if I let the light in, I would see things, and I was afraid of what would be there. You know, I, I think that a fear of the dark is sort of a universal, evolutionarily prudent sort of thing. But I think what we're really afraid of, and the thing that really makes us jump in horror movies, is not the darkness itself, but it's that moment of what's going to be there when we turn the light on. And I think that's what's scary about beginning to sort of do this sort of unblocking thing is what is going to be there if I shed light on this situation? 
it's why I resisted meditating for so long because I didn't want to be I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts because I was afraid of what was there you know for for various reasons I was terrified of being alone with myself and it was only sort of in doing this work and confronting that which I'm still doing and will be doing for the rest of my life because it's not a quick and easy process there are always layers unfortunately I would love for it to be over with I would love to have that illumination and just know everything about myself and be fine <laughs> and just be able to work but it's, it's, it doesn't work that way but actually starting the process is so illuminating in so many ways like I said I just I feel lighter in the in the sense of weight i just feel better and you know realizing that that uh realizing that we're not damaged or that we're not as damaged or broken as we think we are is uh, just realizing that already brings the light in a little bit. Because we're... we're, we're <sighs> I feel like I'm teetering on the edge of this getting really corny. But we're not... We're resilient. We're a resilient species. And I think it takes a lot to break us and I think that we as individuals can handle a lot more than we always think we can that's the truth of it and it's it's I, sw- I swear I should rename this podcast balancing act because everything I talk about is about balance you know no, the point is not to eradicate the darkness because there's always going to be shadows even in the presence of light. That's just the nature of things. The yin, the yang, the order of the universe. And it comes and it goes. You know, the the the, the trick is to figure out how to continue having a little bit of light in the dark periods. And like I said, you know, it, it the lightness helps with my depression, but it doesn't make it go away. It's still a part of me. And um, so what do we do in those times? I find that one of the biggest things is to um, stick with self-care. You know, doing your pillars and doing your practice, doing those things that keep you sane, even if it's just a little bit, you know, write a page, write half a page. Just do something to keep yourself going. And, um, you know, I I heard a great thing from Rosie O'Donnell about, I think it was... It was on a podcast. It was on um, Ross Matthews, Straight Talk. Straight Talk with Ross Matthews, which is a fantastic podcast, I should say. I'll link it somehow. I need to figure out where to link it. But you can subscribe to it on iTunes. They don't need my help driving (laughs) um, traffic there. But anyway, it's a great podcast. You You should check it out. And one of the early episodes, one of my favorite episodes is Rosie O'Donnell. And she does talk about depression and she says that one of the things that is very important to her is she makes herself bathe every day 
Even on the worst days, she makes herself bathe. And just finding little things like that, like maybe it's just getting dressed. If that's all that you can do in those dark periods to bring in a little light, that's what you should do. Literally, maybe just turning on a lamp. Just figure out something. And um, know that nothing is permanent. Both ways. It's very it's very zen, I think, in my mind. Maybe I'm not using it properly, but to think of nothing being permanent is, is a wonderful thought to have in the, li- in the lightest of times and in the darkest of times. Because in the lightest of times, it can keep you grounded. And in the darker times, it can help you get through it. You know, I got a fortune cookie once that said, it can't rain all the time. And I literally almost cried when I opened that up because it was, it was so stupid, but it was so, I kept it. It's somewhere. It was in my car for a long time, just sitting by my change tray where I could see it every once in a while. And you know, when I, when I do dip into those depression things, I just have to you know, tell myself that it'll be gone soon. You know, just get through the next few days and you'll be all right. Just get through the next couple of days. It'll be fine. You know, I was there just a couple of days ago and it was like, this is never going to end. And that's a very real thought in those moments. You know, there's, there is always that fear of what if it doesn't go away this time? And it can feel so real at those times because that's, that's part of how it gets you. Part of how the fears and everything get you is, is they, they loop the, the tape of it's not going away this time into everything else. And it's it's all about shedding a little bit of a light on that darkness. You know, I have I have a YouTube playlist of videos that make me laugh, that make me smile. Something like that. That's always a good thing to do. And as as I mean, as cheesy as it is, like hold on to the memories of the light that came before. <laughs> you know, literally revisit a little bit. Try to maybe maybe create some sort of feedback loop. You know, I'm trying to stop one of the cats from getting up on a spot I don't want him to get up on. So I have the squirt bottle with some water in it. And every time he jumps up there, I just aim the squirt bottle at him. It's not working. It worked with the other two. It's not working with him. He's a stubborn little insert word there. Um, but... <laughs> God. Um... The point is, maybe you create a feedback loop. You know, some people snap rubber bands whenever they are angry. Maybe whenever you find yourself spiraling into a a bad thought process, maybe you try to bring up something fun, some, some nice memory you had. That was a very roundabout way of saying that. And, you know, maybe you just need a break. Maybe you just need to take some time out and maybe it's it's you just don't do anything for a day and you just watch netflix although you have to be careful with that sometimes i think that's what i need and it only makes me feel worse so those are the days i go to the beach back in colorado it was it was when i would would just take a walk to the top of a hill you know just somewhere you can go and sort of check out and sort of evaluate what's going on and, you know, honestly, just get out in the sun can help, too. Put some sunscreen on. You know, you don't want no melanoma. But uh, oh, I'm such a dork. 
So let the light in. Just like Sarah Borella says. You can let the light in and show me how big your brave is. I didn't do I didn't do the I didn't we didn't talk about our sponsors today. They're there. They're the same as usual. Great Grand Projects, Horizon Creative Studio. I did the revamp. The site's up. It's it's so fresh and so clean clean. It's wonderful. You should check it out. I've got new sections. It's very I think it's easy to navigate. I hope, maybe, possibly. The homepage has you can you can listen, you can watch, you can read, you can learn. Which means podcasts, YouTube videos, blog, and workshops, masterclasses, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, do that sort of stuff. Let some light in your life. Don't don't uh, don't don't wallow in the darkness. All right, people. This was a good episode, I think. Started a little wonky, but I think we got there. I liked this one. Hope you liked it, too. It's okay to be an artist. It's okay to create. It's okay to be exactly as you are right now. It is okay. You're okay. I'm okay. We're all okay. See you later, people.